In that case, God should have made the week an hour longer. Lousy, Lousy God. God. <laughs> uh. All right, what am I doing here? All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 13 of Dad Doesn't Know About This Podcast. We are back after a two-week hiatus following the 4th of July. We're back at it, so it feels good to be back recording, posting, and just generally being idiots and bothering people with our ridiculousness. So thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. In past episodes, John and I have told stories about our dad, just kind of interwoven with whatever topic we're talking about, and we thought it would be fun to devote an entire discussion to just stories about our dad, which we do in this episode, and somehow, inadvertently, I suppose this topic can't be escaped when John and I sit down and start talking, but we end up getting into the window and related tangents, which if you don't know what the window is, you'll know by the end of the episode, so bear with us. Hopefully you think this is as funny as we do. Uh, We get into a few different dad stories that have kept our family and our friends laughing over the years. So, um, yeah, (laughs) enjoy this episode. And as always, the show is for all of you 80s and 90s kids who like pop culture, nostalgia, uh, people being ridiculous and telling stupid jokes and stories about their parents. So if you like what we're doing, if you want to show your support, Please subscribe and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, You can leave a comment, like on SoundCloud, and uh, share with your friends who might like such things. So thanks, everybody, for your ongoing support and encouragement. We appreciate it. And without any further delay on the discussion, let's get into episode 13, The Window. John, you can fry an egg over it. It's fine. This is Finney Ridge, right? So it's like west of where I was in Wallingford. Yeah, it's on the other side of the lake. It's literally like four blocks south of like Beth's Cafe. Okay. Yeah, so it's just due west of the lake by about a block and a half, and it's on 73rd. (laughs) Yeah. So if you travel down... (laughs) For those of you who can't see, John's doing the dad arm motion, which if you have a dad that does this, you'll know exactly what we mean. It's suddenly straightening your arm and being as obtrusive with your straightened arm as possible to the person standing next to you. So as to, you know, wave your arm practically in front of their eyes while directing them. Well, the worst is, like, I can tolerate it in a standing or sitting situation where you're like, yeah, you're standing or at a a table or in a living room. But the worst is when he's driving. He'll be (laughs) driving and you'll be the passenger and he will just extend his arm, put it in your face and say, it's right over there. It's like, you could have just said, look to the right. (laughs) I don't need... The the big sweeping Sweet. arm motions, yeah, to, to tell me the direction. I mean, of course, him and directions, that's... <laughs> our but dad, it's, it's, I would say sweeping arm motions defines our dad pretty well. 
Yeah. Just, yeah. And that's an unintentionally decent segue into our topic for this week, dad stories. (laughs) Yeah. So we, as per usual, did very little pre-consulting with each other. And I've narrowed in on two or three stories that I thought to mention. I'm curious to see if we have any overlap, but I figured we could just switch off and tell I've dad got, stories. Uh, I've got a ton. Well, <laughs> like, I just, it's kind of like what. Narrow I mean, it down. As, I know. As, cli- yeah, as cliched as it sounds. Yeah. Like which flavor? I mean, like, are we talking about like dad and family or dad pre-family? I mean, there's just so many, this ridiculous, like I'll tell people stories about dad. And they're just like, who the fuck is your father? Like he's <laughs> I've been sounds we've been asking that for years. Crazy. <laughs> and but without going too much into that, I've had several friends that yeah, they get to know me, obviously. And they'll tell me, like, well, you're a very unique person and I, yeah, I never really met anybody with your personality. And I was like, Well, I get it from my dad. And then, like, I've known these people for years, and then they finally meet my dad, our dad. And, yeah, they just come to me, and they're like, you know, I met your dad. Makes sense. It all makes, it all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, started to come it, together for me now. Yeah, yeah, it's like, that is the missing piece of the puzzle. Well, see, and I've told people this and thought this for a couple of years now. And I might have mentioned this to you at some point along the line when we've been recording these week to week. But I feel like... You know, a lot of women lament the idea or the day that they realize that they're becoming their mothers. And honestly, I feel like I should be so lucky because both of us are definitely becoming dads. Like, the dad gene is the dominant gene. Like, Well, and I don't even know if it's that, like, across the board, but (laughs) honestly, and it's not to discredit mom because I have a lot of mom in me, too. Like... I have You're more, more laid back of, about stuff. Yeah, like I definitely have her easygoing, like who gives a fuck way of doing things. But yeah, I definitely have dad's humor and like I'm very short tempered yep. with things that, that don't matter. <laughs> yeah. It's like the thing the things that most people would get worked up about don't bother me. It's the <laughs> it's small things shit. that I will just blow the fuck up on people <laughs> and <laughs> yeah it's not it's certainly not a good quality no i guess but i mean it's a quality <laughs> it's a quality we inherited yeah, from our dad and i would say yeah, the same about like, myself and i you know there's not a lot of good that comes from casting blame or saying yeah it's just genetics but i don't know what else to say Yeah, it's like if, if my house were to burn down and I was just—I showed up, and it's just like burning. I would just be like, "Yeah, well, that's that's what it is." Like, I mean, there's no shit happens. Uh, no, no undoing it. But if I saw two of the firefighters dicking around, I would just be so fucking livid. I would just be like, "Get your ass over there with a fucking hose and put the goddamn thing out!" Like, Get, Jesus it. Christ! Like, what are you doing? Like, that's the like. I know what and you mean. I know what you mean. I found myself uncharacteristically calm under certain pressure situations that I think a lot of other people would 
lose it under, but I'm the same. Yeah. I will lose it over inconsequential shit. And yeah, yeah. I'm not proud of it whatsoever. It's a constant Yeah, like battle. if I got... I mean, it's like another, like, very similar, but yeah, if I got into a car accident with another, like, driver, I'd be like, well, shit, like, that, that's awful. I mean, no matter whose fault it is, it's like, yeah, that's a shit deal. It, uh, yeah. But are you okay? Like, is everybody okay? Like, good. Like, insurance is here for a reason. We'll figure this out. Yeah. But if they took a long time to fill out, like, a form or, like, a written statement, like you want to fucking hurry this shit up? Like, <laughs> god damn it! Like, that's that is like my temper in a nutshell. That's where my brain goes too. And granted, it's not like I'm blowing up at people left and right. At least I hope I'm not. In I don't my, think I am. In my in my mind, I am. Yes, but, yes. That's uh, that's the impulse. Yeah, I'm just I'm sitting there just shaking. Like, all right, if this goes on too much longer, <laughs> this is gonna be a scene something's gonna happen beyond beyond the the <laughs> initial scene that was the catalyst for this meeting in general like yeah I, in our minds it's always a scene all the time and that's not, that's the dad gene the mike peaser story yeah. it's a scene all the time that's kind of dad in a nutshell and i love him for it and that's the whole point of this podcast is it's a I, it's a roast yeah, Whether well, it's it's a it's a double edged sword. I mean, I'm pretty good about keeping an even keel, but there are times like we're at a dinner party and we have a few, and it's like midnight, and we get into like <laughs> politics or something, and yeah, like part of dad comes out in me, but yeah, I keep it pretty together. Um, it's on a low, yeah, a lot low of, boil most of the time. <laughs> yeah, but I'll, yeah, like some of her friends are like, I really like that about him, like. He's not afraid to speak his mind. Like he just, he'll lay it out for you. It's like this is this is it. Like I'm not skirting any issues. I'm not beating around the bush. Which I think it can be a good quality, so long as you're not just being a, an abrasive asshole. Yeah, it. which yeah. Dad can certainly. Be. Dad can <laughs> certainly be sometimes in the best possible way. We love our dad. And the first story that I thought of that. I guess other people have <laughs> thought was funny too was the chili story. I mean, I can think of one before that, but I'm not I don't I don't remember it. The but chili? the story itself is fucking hilarious. No, I remember the chili. <laughs> so yeah, you should tell that story and then I'll tell mine that predates that, but I don't remember. You might. Okay, well, and for the sake of going chronologically, why don't you just tell it? I, I'm curious what it even is. Well, I mean, there's no sense in going chronologically because it's we're just going to remind each other of other stories that will probably predate, postdate. All right. I mean, who, oh All yeah, right, you might fine. as well. All right, fine. Well, the chili story happened in Boise not too long after we moved there. So our family moved from Houston to Boise, Idaho in the summer of 1996. And early fall of that year, it must have been like September or something, our mom, who's from North Carolina, had gone home to North Carolina for at least a week. I want to say it was like a week, 10 days. I think it was two weeks, yeah. Yeah, it was at least, it was a long period of time. So anyway, she went home and dad stayed at the house with us. And 
before she left, she made a huge crock pot full of chili. Um, I don't remember much about the chili, honestly. Um, what is there to remember? Well, it's yeah, not I, a memorable dish. Like, what was any time? When has anybody eaten chili and thought, "I'm gonna remember this forever"? When it's like after effects. It's just, it's just beans. Yeah, exactly. Like the the aftermath, you might yeah. remember. But yeah, it's just beans and shit. Like, <laughs> cares. <laughs> well, in any case, which chili beans and chili is bullshit, by the way. <laughs> Sidebar. Yeah, we can. My my personal preference. Strong feelings on the matter. I I don't know if I have those, but anyway, she made a giant quantity of chili, like a big crock pot for the three of us. And as soon as she left, it seemed like dad was absolutely bent on just, we couldn't eat anything until the chili was gone. Like we had to eat it for every meal. Yeah. Like there was no grocery shopping because there was this (laughs) viable pot of chili to pull from for every meal and we were joking that we wanted to open a box of cereal and dad would just nope we got that chili to finish off we are not yeah, opening like, anything we don't, in this we don't house. need to be opening anything else yeah. we've got chili <laughs> like, for breakfast yeah but <laughs> like john you can fry an egg over it it's fine like yeah if you want to like ruin your day at eight in the morning i don't want yeah. chili Nobody wants chili in the morning. <laughs> That's why it's not on a fucking breakfast menu. You don't see chili and eggs on a breakfast menu because nobody fucking eats chili and eggs. Unless you're like working the fields all day somewhere. I was going to say, unless you're like, yeah, like, like herding cattle or a something. Farmer. Something yeah. outdoors and labor intensive that you're doing all day. There is no reason to be eating that hearty. And even then, it's like, if that's what those people are doing, no wonder, like, the cost of produce can skyrocket because, I mean, they can't be getting anything done for, like, hours (laughs) after that. It's like, of a 10-hour day, three hours of which is just spent recovering from the chili and eggs (laughs) that they ate at six in the fucking morning. Productivity's at an all-time low on the farm these days. Yeah, because Bob made 10 gallons of fucking chili that we have so that that's just a memory i mean retelling it now it's like eh, you know that's kind of inconvenient but at the time it was like i swear to god it that felt beyond inconvenient like <laughs> chili for every meal for a solid week yeah little that sounds like a prison sentence it felt it certainly felt like it at the time and it's probably just us remembering how miserable we thought it was because you know perspective okay. Well, it, yeah, you're trying to, like, create perspective. Make a crock pot of chili and try to make that every meal for the week. You enjoy it. And, <laughs> and, and you see what kind of perspective that puts on the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it, It's as real as you're talking about. Like, it was... It, it's, yeah. All right. Well, what's what were you thinking of that happened prior to that? I was thinking uh, when we mentioned that we uh, should. I was thinking about where we went to. I'm assuming an Astros game. Uh, could have been any event at the Astrodome, which is where they used to play, which is now, I believe, just used for rodeos and mm, bullshit. Something. Assuming Some it has space. 
assuming it hasn't been demoed. <laughs> Good God. I, and yeah, sidebar, I, I remember the Astrodome advertising how like their air conditioning units, and I remember them, they stuck out like it was like these <laughs> black tabs that were, I don't know, 20 feet across in the ceiling. Really? And like the, yeah. Like they, they just like kind of overhung uh, in the very top all around the dome. Huh. And they would advertise that like the, uh, the the power of the air conditioner was like uh, like fifty atomic bombs or some some shit like that. Like the the energy <laughs> some state alone. of the art. Uh, yeah. yeah, but that yeah, that's not the point. But we had gone to yeah, like an Astros game or something, and we're leaving, and the traffic is just gridlock, like as stadiums are, and we're sitting there trying to leave. And dad, I guess, had to shit. And he, his mom, yeah, I think he and mom have told me, but as I remember them telling me, he's sitting there, like, as if you had to. And he's, like, very squirmy and just like, oh, God, like, we got to get out of (laughs) here. Like, this is imminent. And he ended up, like, we're at a point where we're kind of reaching an actual road versus just like driving in the parking lot. But within that parking lot was a church's chicken. And he literally got out of the car, sprinted to the church's chicken, took a shit, came back and we hadn't moved. Just left his family, (laughs) left his family in the Astrodome parking lot I think the door was open, too. I don't even think he closed the door. Like, just unlocked or physically ajar? Physically ajar. Like, I think the door... I think I remember Mom telling me that. Like, he just left the car, and the door is open. The driver has left. So if traffic moves, she's either going to have to, like, get out and go around and, like, start driving. Yeah, never happened. He was, like, in and out, like, five minutes, and then came back. I'm sure he had that, like, very relieved... Uh, adjusting his belt like it fit better, uh, like deal going. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, if there's anything that could be said about that, it's good old reliable Houston with traffic that doesn't move, and Dad could hop out, take a five to ten minute break, and situation normal. You know. Yeah. But and he could have done that on the interstate. Like if you were like level. With the ground. <laughs> yeah, you could have left your car and gone into like a Whataburger and gotten a meal and sat and ate it and then gone back and be like, oh, the car in front of me has moved eight feet. Perfect. Can, can you imagine being in that situation, being in the passenger side and just having your driver leap out of the vehicle and run away? Like, I, I'm empathetic to the sudden urge. Like, but man. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, and you got to think about Houston. I'm sure that what was in the back of his mind is like, if this doesn't happen now, it could be two, three hours before we get home, especially in this traffic. Mm, I mean, yeah. He saw, hey, he saw his window. <laughs> he took it. <laughs> he took it. Yeah. He. He nailed it. The window is a big deal in our family, and 
if you understand, you understand. Everybody has a window, and if you miss it, it ruins your day. Yeah, it's, you're not you're not the same person. No, you're just. It's very it's a uh, very Seinfeldian. It is. It is. It's a window. But it, yeah, it's something that we've had. I mean, I guess just given our age, uh, yeah, since Seinfeld, but it certainly wasn't something that was cultivated via Seinfeld. It just kind of. <laughs> happen it's just gonna happen yeah i'm actually yeah i have a bit about that <laughs> the window, <laughs> the window. yeah I mean, it's just like hard yeah it's hard to like gain audience uh traction like res- yeah like get them to trust you to like go into something like that but i kind of just want to like lead with that why it's not like, you know what fuck it yeah i'm gonna talk about shit right out of the gate <laughs> <laughs> You're probably half in the bag. You came here to laugh. I'm gonna throw myself under the bus and talk about how I can't poop on vacation. That's that's where we're at. That is a relatable <laughs> premise. I'm sorry, but if you are one of those people that can shit anywhere or sleep anywhere, I hate you. Yeah, because I've yeah, never been able like to do. The, that's like winning the fucking lottery. It is. It's the like, biological lottery. If you can do either yeah. of those things, I've never been able to. Shit normally now, on vacation or sleep anywhere but my bed. <laughs> which which would you choose of the two? Oh God. That's a great question. Um I'm gonna go shit. Because if you shit better, you sleep better, but the reverse is not always true. That's true. Did we talk about New York? Mm, well, you I mean we loosely I mean, like, talked we about did. when you came back. You did just... we talk about that aspect? No. Are you sure? I swear we did. Um, if we did, I don't remember. Yeah, like we, she and I, my girlfriend and I, yeah, we have the same uh, affliction. Where it's like you go on vacation and that whole system is just, it's fucked up. System I don't know why. Down. Yep. Yeah. But she had these like natural, like, tablets. Like, it was like a, a gel cap with what looked like lawn clippings in it. Some kind of supplement, yeah. Yeah, like some kind of holistic deal. It wasn't like X-Lax or anything. She's like, yeah, it helps. And she, like, put two down, and I took one. She's like, that should be good. And I was like, nah. Like, I, I'm going to do both. That was a bad idea. A very <laughs> bad idea. And, yeah, I'm certainly not going to go into detail. But, yeah, it, like, they work? sidetracked. Oh God! Like <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna get the name brand of it to pass along to you since you have the same thing. We could plug it, plug it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we'll get sponsored. <laughs> like, do you have problems shitting after a five-hour flight? Um, I do. But, Somebody's got to relate to that. But fortunately for me, like we were walking and like kind of in and out of restaurants. And it happened, and I don't like it to happen in those situations. But again, like when the window comes, you just kind of got to bite the bullet and just say, like, this is the way it's going to go. Yep. Like, I don't want it to happen here, but it's happening here. <laughs> yeah, she, we were like catching a subway into downtown, like into, into Manhattan. Oh, no. We we're standing waiting for the subway, and she was just like, no. I, I, I'm really, I'm really sorry. We gotta leave. 
I got a shit. <laughs> I was like, and we had talked about it before, like how, yeah, it's not embarrassing. Like she and I have a very open relationship. Yeah, I was like, that's fine. And so like we start walking out of the subway train or a station, and I'm like already on my phone looking up like businesses and coffee houses. I'm yeah. like, all right, we got here, 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 and here, and just like, yeah, and like everything went down, and she meets me, and she's like, I'm I'm really sorry about that. I'm like, don't be. <laughs> like, I'm glad that you took care of that, because that's <laughs> something that you can't just hold off. No. <laughs> like, especially, especially in New York on vacation, like, you're go, go, go. It's like, you can't just be carrying that around. No, like, no. Like, carrying a loaded gun. Being constantly, especially lately, I've been having problems with my back, and just, it's been kind of an interesting last few weeks with just like random health issues and stuff. And just that constant reminder that you are beholden to your body and there's nothing that you can do. Try as you yeah. might to not have a body that occasionally breaks down and does things that you don't want it to do. and doesn't cooperate in situations like that. It just, yeah, <laughs> yeah I understand, but that's, if that's a natural product that works like that, I'm curious to know what it is because even I'll find with, out. It, it was like get back to me. I'll only take one though, apparently. Yeah, just do one. For the love <laughs> of God, just do one. So did it happen to you shortly after or what was the timetable there? Um No, it was it was later. I'm trying to yeah. I think I took it at like nine when we woke up. Mm-hmm. And then around five, we like were walking around, and yeah, thing like you know, like in your in your stomach and intestines, whatever, like you can feel things like happening, but yep. it's not nothing's going to happen. It's just yeah, like you're just bloated and just feel like shit. And yeah. It's like God, and yeah, your entire day is like ruined until, and yeah, I was just. Feeling that, I was like, my God, like, this just has to subside. Like, I don't feel like I have to do anything. It just... Pains, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, finally we got to this place, and she's like, why don't you just go take a shit? I was like, nah, it's not quite there. And then finally I was like, all right, I'm doing it. And we're (laughs) in this, like, the bad part is we're in this, like, galley-style restaurant that seats maybe 30 people. Yeah. And we're at the bar. They have one bathroom that's just before the kitchen, and the door is just there. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. That is such a bad design. Those poor kitchen staff. Like, Well, well, yeah, not only that, but as I'm washing my hands, I already called it to myself. I was like, there's going to be some, like, mousy woman waiting to use this bathroom and i washed my hands i dried them i put the paper towels in the garbage i opened the door and lo and behold this woman is like is this bathroom free it's like i god i gotta leave (laughs) jesus some guy some guy also walked in on her in the same bathroom she was just she wasn't doing that she was just using the bathroom and some guy walked in on her and I saw it happen, and she wasn't, I guess she was, like, done, but, like, kind of, like, assembling herself, and the guy cracks, like, cracked the door, and he was like, oh, God, and it, like, slams it, and he, like, walks past me, and he looks at me, and then he looks at the fact that I have an empty place setting next to me, so I think he put two and two together, 
that it's like, oh, that's probably that guy's girlfriend or wife or whatever. And he left. Just left <laughs> just the restaurant? Completely, he just walked the fuck out. Oh, my God. Like, I think he was just, and yeah, she came out laughing and she's like, you see that guy? I was like, yeah, he came in on you. He's like, yeah, she's like, yeah, it was all done. And like, just how odd. Like, yeah, whatever. This you know, is, it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Like, I, I, I take extra precaution. Like my worst fears, I can honestly say, are the same as the things I get really upset about. They're the dumbest things. Like somebody walking in on you if you're in a public bathroom like that. Or for me, it's accidentally tucking like my dress or my skirt into my pantyhose or tights and walking around like that. Nobody's saying anything like it's stupid things, but my, my irrational fear is going into a bathroom that has been blown up <laughs> and like, just you having to take the fall. <laughs> no, like not even that. Like I'll, if people look at me, I'll tell them like, I didn't do this <laughs> because I mean, as guys, like you're, if you're peeing, you're at a urinal. So it becomes very obvious, like, oh, he's he's peeing. Yeah. Like, it's not like he was the culprit. <laughs> but it's not that. It's like if somebody has just left a real face melter, I, I will leave the bathroom and smell my clothes to make sure that it's not on my clothes. Like, that is my irrational. Like you were just in the car like, with someone God. smoking. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> is it in my shirt? Like... Do I have to like go change? Like we're planning on going to a decent restaurant. Like I don't want to like show up and have the person be like, "Oh, fees are for two. Oh my Jesus! Like I I don't want to be that guy that like somebody else's incident sticks to me. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. I also don't understand people that eat in bathrooms. That's that's a oh weird. Oh my god. That's like that. St- okay, this isn't a dad story, but. Tell the story about the airport burrito. Oh, God. Yeah, I I got off a flight. I I think it was from, like, mom and dad's, but regardless, I got off a flight, and, yeah, everybody is, yeah, like, gathering their shit, and, like, you gotta, most people have to use the bathroom because they've been holding it, or, like, you can't use the bathroom for the last 45 minutes, whatever the case is. So, yeah, we, like, Get on, like, deboard the flight and deplane yeah, everybody. If you will. Yeah, which mm-hmm. that's, that's not real. No, it's not a word. Uh, yeah, so everybody like beelines it for the bathroom. This guy in front of me has a burrito, and I don't even think he was on the flight. Like, he couldn't have been. <laughs> like, he just happened to like be funneling to the bathroom at the same time this particular flight got out. And he has a burrito, there's no wrapper. Like, usually they put it into some kind of wax paper and foil. It's just, yeah, bare-handing <laughs> Just a naked burrito? Yeah, like, yeah, and he's just eating it. In an And airport? he's going into the bathroom. Yeah, and he's, like, going into the bathroom, and I'm thinking, God, I would never eat in a bathroom. Yeah, the, the topper was that on the way in, there was the baby changing table, which was down, like somebody had just used, and he put the burrito on the table, oh. and then went peed, washed his hands, and then took his burrito, took a bite, and left. Oh, All my. in the bathroom. It was the most fucking disgusting thing I've ever seen. Like, And I'm not like a germaphobe or anything. Like, If I see somebody in a kitchen using bare hands, that doesn't really bother me. I'm like, whatever. Like, It's going to get cooked. 
Like what? Uh, we'll all survive. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was like, what the fuck that are is, you thinking? Absolutely. Like, that is so irresponsible. That's the first word that I yeah, thought of. Like just erotic. Oh. oh, airports. All right, I'm same boat as you. I'm not a germaphobe. I don't think I'm like a disgusting clod or anything, hopefully, but I'm not a germaphobe. But airports are just one of those places where just being in there, you feel a little bit grimier. It just, it doesn't matter yeah. what you do. Every activity that you can do in there, sitting, touching, eating anything, well, going to the bathroom. It's yeah. Well, it's just so heavily trafficked. Yes, it's just people that, on people on people and... Yeah, the babe. idea of eating anything off a baby changing table, it's just like, you know those smells that are so bad you can taste them? Like, it just, they permeate your tongue, and it's like... Oh, yeah. Just, oh, that's... Oh, that story that well, you told me is... The, dis- the disgusting part about that is that you are tasting them. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's particles the worst. everywhere. Yeah, like we have all eaten fecal matter in some public bathroom in some capacity. Yeah, there's that statistic that women, you know, hear all the time. You know, as a woman, you'll eat what, seven lipsticks or seven chapsticks in your life, like just applying it and putting it on your lips and throughout the course of Price the day. That <laughs> That's a conservative right. estimate. I gotta say, it'd be like that a year. Well, there's that stat. There's like, you know, you'll eat. Six to eight spiders in your lifetime is another... Well, I mean, think about the lip- like the uh, lipstick thing. I mean, unless you're kissing somebody or licking envelopes or, like, doing something, there's nowhere to go but be ingested. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, you wipe it off, but, I mean, part, like, I would imagine most of that is probably being ingested. <laughs> nowhere to go but back like, inside. Yeah, seven, six a lifetime, yeah, I mean eat more spiders in a lifetime. <laughs> well, the airport... But I, I've also heard that that's bullshit, too, so... Oh, I'm sure it's all bullshit on on some level, yeah. but... Why would a spider crawl into your fucking mouth? Like, it's, it's there. You're breathing, like, it's not... Like, that's not an inviting environment. <laughs> it was... Let's hope so, anyway. Yeah, that'd be like in the horror movie, like, yeah, I heard the sound coming from inside the cave. We should go investigate. Like, no. <laughs> just let the sound be and just go do whatever the fuck you're doing. The insect equivalent of the man going into the basement and investigating a strange noise. Yeah. Well, the airport burrito story reminded me of an airport dad story, which you'll probably remember this. This is less than 10 years ago. But the last family reunion that our family on our dad's side had, which we've mentioned in past episodes, every few years, starting, I don't know, 20 years ago, our dad's side of our family that lives in Texas, Colorado, and Idaho, and now Seattle and elsewhere, um, we'll get together every few years. And the last time we did it, it was in Colorado. The families all got together and like we rented a big house together and all stayed somewhere for the week in Nowheresville, Colorado. I can't... What was it? Kuchara? Near... I don't have a fucking clue. Yeah, it was called Kuchara. Near Gunnison, I think, sort of. Anyway, to get there, we all flew... I think we were all... No, mom and dad are, of course, in North Idaho. Anyway, we all met them in the Denver airport when we all met up. And it it wasn't flying there. It was flying home. 
Maybe it was flying yeah. there. Anyway, that's that's not the important part of the story. The important part of the story is I had a carry-on luggage that at some point, I think it was even on the way there, and I had to come home with this situation. But the zipper on this piece of carry-on luggage that I had just at some point just blew completely out. I don't even think I had that much packed in the suitcase. It just, it was the end of this piece of luggage's life, and it was just time to go. And the zipper completely blue and it was like you know to the point where you can just like pull the zipper into the middle of the thing but it's just like holding the middle of the thing together the zipper parts of it yeah. are, are no the tongs are no longer holding to each other yeah. how my golf bag is <laughs> anyway it was one of those situations where zipper was down and it's my only piece of luggage i only brought one suitcase on this trip and I was like, well, at some point, I'm going to have to, like, stop at, I don't know, a Ross or Target or something, get a, get a piece of luggage. And Dad was like, that's no big deal. We can get this. And Dad took, I don't think it was off of his person. I think it was in his luggage. But he took a brown braided belt, <laughs> which, of course. Well, if it was a brown braided, braided belt, it had to have been off his person. He probably <laughs> whipped it off of him. And then I made like a whip crack, like Indiana Jones. <laughs> like he pulled like it out a little, of a like, multi-tool or something. You know, like, like, like a graphic novel, like kind of starburst, like snap. Like. <laughs> a dad superhero move. Well, maybe, it, maybe he did. Um, I can't remember, honestly, if he took it off of his waist or from his luggage. But in any case, a brown braided belt, leather belt, went around... <laughs> the circumference of my luggage and dad cinched it closed and it was like oh that'll do it we went back through the airport but that's a dad fix if there ever was one and at the time i was yeah. just like <laughs> i thought you were going to tell a different story where we missed a connection on a similar trip maybe it was like to the east coast but we missed our connection because we sat on the tarmac for like oh. 45 minutes. And we got to like the, the gate. And yeah, the plane had left without us, obviously, because yeah, we were late. And dad pitched a fit as he does. And it got to the point where like security is kind of like edging in. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, my dad is going to be arrested. And then right in that moment, this other guy chimed in and got way more belligerent, like, and he got arrested. I don't remember this. Really? No. Yeah, he, yeah, like, dad was, like, going off on these people, like, well, how the hell are we supposed to know about blah, 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 like, we're sitting on the tarmac, and, like, you people don't know what the fuck you're doing, and, like, he's going off. And then this other guy walks up and starts the same argument, but in a much more aggressive way. And they ended up detaining him, and then they put us up in, like, a Hampton Inn <laughs> on the airport to wait for the next flight, which, as a kid, as a kid, I loved staying in hotels. Oh, because yeah, it wasn't of your, course. Yeah, yeah it cable, wasn't your house. It was different. Yeah. yeah, hotels are great. So, yeah, I was always hoping, like, yeah, like, the pilot would come on and be like, folks, we're, uh gotta be a little late uh, sorry like, a lot of your departure or connections are gonna be missed and in the back of my mind i'm like wow we're gonna get to stay in a hotel it's gonna be great we don't have to go back to like our shitty house 
and like stay in our shitty beds. We get to stay in other shitty beds, but they have better programming. Like I'm yeah. gonna watch HBO. Like it, yeah, just this huge. As a uh, kid, when you don't have any responsibilities, everything's an adventure. Staying in a hotel was always I, an adventure. I still feel the same way as an adult because I don't have. I mean, I'm considered an adult by age, but I'm certainly not. <laughs> um, I say the same thing about me. Yeah, but like when we left New York, our flight was it was like at eleven, and we were just talking about how like we we were waking up late because we were staying out late. Yeah. And I I told her the night before I was like we're missing this fucking flight like there is no way we're making this fucking flight and we made it and actually we were very early um but yeah like had we missed it it's like gives a shit like I don't have kids like I don't have anything that I'm going back for so it's like yeah I mean it goes back to like the mom being laid back like that gene. I'm like, so we missed our flight. Okay, there's another one. See? There you have it. I don't have that gene. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're, we'll get back. It's not the end of the fucking world. Like, I'm, I'm learning, but... We're, we'll figure it out. Like, in fact, it's better that I don't have to go back, because now, if you have an excuse like that, work can't ding you for it. It's like, you could just make some shit up. Like, Ah, oh, the flight just got canceled entirely. Like, it was mechanical problems, so we had to wait for the later flight. And they're like, ah, oh, that sucks. Like, hopefully you make it back okay. And you've absolved yourself of any <laughs> wrongdoing, and you can sit in an airport bar and get hammered. <laughs> like, we should have just done that. It's like, a win-win. <sighs> yeah, I mean, what, what the hell? What were you thinking coming home? No, like, Dad... Well, there's like a dad story or dad stories where he uh, just, I was going to say growing up, but it's still like a, the current climate. It's still a thing. Uh, yeah, just getting to the airport ridiculously early. Yeah. Like, but that's like, I feel it's him, but I feel like it's also just like a generational thing. Yeah. Because a lot of people's parents I've met are like, okay, the flight's at 315. So we should leave airports half an hour away. We should leave at like, I don't know, nine. Yeah. It's like, not, what? <laughs> See, and I'm not like crazy about it anymore. I don't get to the airport in like hours in advance, but there's still that thing. It's like that, that ever present light or reminder or something that's like been instilled in me. Like you, you can't. You can't get there late. You can't get to the airport late. And I almost missed a flight but leaving Seattle. It. You can. <laughs> you can. Because but there, there's other flights. You can, but you're kind they of making it hard for yourself. once a month. I know, but you live well, in Seattle. It's different. Well, Austin's a pretty heavily traveled hub. Well, I mean, it's not exactly a hub. But it's not like we've got multiple flights going to every... Well, you're not flying out of, like... Des Moines, Iowa. Well, no, but I'm just saying, if you miss your flight, you're just, you're making life difficult for yourself, having to reschedule and retool and... Ugh. Oh, yeah, you gotta talk to a ticket agent for ten minutes and then <laughs> kill them. Like, that's... There you go. That's as hard as it gets. 